0: Hey Rage, how's it going dude?
1: Alright, it's been a while. Yeah. This band's my favorite, don't you love them?
0: Yeah, it's gonna be the best. I'm so stoked.
1: Hey girl, you want a beer? Alright. Aw man, this is the best. I'm so glad we're all back together and stuff. This is great. Hey, um, do you guys know about the party after the show? Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm gonna go, but um, my friends don't really want to go. Can I get a ride
0: Hello everybody
1: Hello okay we just did a, a thing
0: yeah we did a little bit of a, a live a little bit of a live behind the scenes before we hit record this morning
1: <laughs> that was interesting. I felt weird doing that, but it was good yeah
0: yeah because people get to see you. Like, unedited,
1: what, yeah, all that like, they get to see all the cracks what's happening right now and... and the
0: gaps in the makeup, but yes. welcome back, everybody, Cotter
1: <laughs> oh, I'm probably showing my age, we are weezer, I'm Rachel, I'm Rick, and we are going, oh, there's so much to talk about, <laughs>
0: yeah, so we say welcome back um for you guys, you heard shows every two weeks, but we actually pre-recorded those shows because I was having a baby. So in the run-up to that, the baby was born in June. He's a little boy. He's super cute. Um, we recorded two shows at a time just about every week for, I don't know, a month and a half. Yes. We did all that while trying to figure out what the show was going to be and how it was going to sound. And um, so for the last, I would say, month and a half, you guys have been hearing... The deep, deep past. But now the show is going to get a little more contemporaneous. We'll be talking about things that come
1: happening. up. Happening. Yeah. Uh,
0: the shows will still run every two weeks, but they will actually be recorded um, about three days before their release now, as opposed to two months. Yes. So when so you guys we can heard talk about
1: the, things that are actually happening right now.
0: Yeah, especially because upcoming, a lot of stuff is going to happen. Yes. Uh, Rivers has turned in demos. We've got a new album on the way. And the news yes. is going to come fast and furious with that.
1: And uh, there's a, there's actually buzz happening right now. Really? Do tell. I know, I've seen it online. But I want to go back. Okay. Yeah, of course. Here's what's happening. Well, with me, I was uh, working, family. I We are looking for a house to buy. And I was taking a crazy condensed uh, online class. For uh, economics, and it was, and then still trying to like fit in all the podcast stuff, mm-hmm. and I've been, it's been a lot. So
0: yeah, it's been a wild ride. And
1: Juliet, same, Juliet. has yep. been um, looking for a house. She moved up north, and,
0: and she was actually coming back and forth from San Francisco pretty much
1: every to other record weekend.
0: with us. She was actually here with us, which was like a pretty big deal, and it made all those first shows much more easy to deal with and much more pleasant, and helped us kind of create a vibe, a "We Are Weezer" family vibe.
1: Yes, and I've um, still never
0: met Amy face to face, though.
1: I think they lived on a boat, or they're living on a boat. Like they're Juliet's living on a boat, or they were, or they in transition till their house is available. (laughs) I'm gonna live on a boat. I'm on a boat. Who has like you know just boats to live on?
0: Lots of people. There was Brilliant. a whole there was a whole fixer upper episode about a houseboat. Oh well, actually, and they're super
1: cheap. I say that, and then I actually have a friend who lives on a boat. So, boat life, yo.
0: <laughs> it's like thug life, but on the sea. <laughs> but uh, Amy, but
1: less dangerous.
0: Le- the sea is a terrible mistress. There's just huge risks living and working on the sea. <clears throat> Don't you watch the deadliest catch?
1: No, what? Is that about crabs? Yes. Okay, yeah, then yes, I've seen that. My but, husband. Alaska, Crabs, Gold.
0: Alaska, Crabs, Gold.
1: Yeah, all those shows. Anything with crabs, Alaska, or gold, we're probably watching it.
0: Okay. And that's another podcast entirely.
1: (laughs) And it's called Alaska...
0: Alaska, Crab, Gold.
1: (laughs) Getting crabs in Alaska with gold.
0: With like a prostitute named Gold? (laughs) Maybe. Ew. Anyway, and Amy, Amy, um, I don't know how much of her personal life we should co-opt for the show, but well, she, I think she just blew up her whole spot and is like, I'm changing careers. <laughs> so she's in like a massive state of change as well. She's
1: looking for a new job. She's um, in another state.
0: Yeah, she's in Texas.
1: And she was going to do Today's Garage, but she got hurt. So mm-hmm. that really sucks. And Juliet just jumped on in. Yeah. I think.
0: Are we doing a garage segment
1: this time? I don't know.
0: No, I don't think we are. Okay. We're holding off. We're we're making some qualitative improvements to the show so we're trying to make sure that the show runs smoothly from end to end and we have like one more technical problem to solve.
1: Nice segue, Rick. Into what? Into Adam Carolla podcasting class. Oh,
0: yeah. But by the way, <laughs> I just want to say Juliet is actually here. She's listening to the show because the her, her segment was going to be part of the show it is heavily tied to the show but it's actually going to be its own uh mini episode
1: which we still need to come up with a fun weasery minisode name
0: we will but essentially what this is going to be
1: we'll
0: call it the (laughs) smooch cast but essentially we're going to also publish very tiny uh tidbits like a third of the length of a normal episode uh, in the, in between weeks. So you'll have content from us every week should things go well. And if we get super cold feet about our ability to do this, I'm just going to edit this part out, but for now we're doing it.
1: We have a lot of things to talk about and, uh, not enough time apparently. So
0: all the time in the world, let's just go for it.
1: Yeah. We're going to, um, well, I was thinking, well, the first one is going to be on, um, Feels Like Summer Acoustic, because our first episode was on Feels Like Summer, but the acoustic version was not out at the time. Nor was this
0: Guns N' Roses music video.
1: Yes, from Arroyo Seiko Music Festival, which I was at. So I can tell you a little bit firsthand. So that'll be kind of fun.
0: And we can also talk a little bit about how that song is climbing up the charts.
1: It's very exciting. I think we're number two. Yeah. So that's, or we.
0: We want to be number one.
1: I feel like... uh...
0: Hey, it's in the name. We are Weezer as well. Okay, but We Are Weezer is not affiliated with the band in any way. Um, but yes, the Adam Carolla Podcast Masterclass. Um, Juliet, Rachel, and I attended a class uh, hosted. It was a six-hour class. All six hours hosted by the master of podcasts himself, Adam Carolla, where he went through what it takes to make money off of a podcast.
1: I am really curious because we haven't talked about it yet. Uh, what did you think?
0: I are we are we doing real talk, blunt talk? Yeah. I want you to be honest. Um, Two-thirds of it just um, confirmed stuff that I already knew, but only because of my background and the engineer schooling and all that stuff. But it made me feel good because it told us we're on the right path. The interesting aspects for me were the marketing side, what it takes to monetize and how very possible it is and how you could actually do this for a living if you really wanted to. Um, And we're doing it for the love for now. We have no idea where this is going, and the intention is just to bring you a nice show Every week.
1: I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I have um, what's that called, dream fantasy land, where I'm my job is to be a podcaster, and and it it seems like fun.
0: I mean, that would be awesome just to talk about Weezer or pop culture every week forever.
1: Yeah, I think that sounds great.
0: But hey, guys listening, um, and those who were viewing us live on Instagram, if this does you know rocket us to the moon. And we're sitting in our moon castles, full of all the rare we- Weezer merchandise, like that yellow rolling version in, of Undone, rolling in Weezer shaped gold coins.
1: And um, you were
0: here with us when it started.
1: Everything will be all right in the end. Cassette tapes. I'm rolling around in them. I know. We'll get I'm to that so later. Rich that I just I can I can collect all of them.
0: She wants all the cassette tapes.
1: I do, for unknown reasons. Um, but um, we, you want to know what I thought of the class?
0: I do. Yes.
1: I thought it was. Not to be mean, but I thought it was a like a glorified podcast. There's so they give us a booklet of all this stuff we're gonna learn, yeah. and we didn't do. I would say we learned three out of like a hundred things they had on, on that. Yeah, this booklet. class was
0: put together with the Irvine Learning Annex or something, so it has a legitimate syllabus and lesson plan. And if you looked up at the stage and listened to what they said versus what was in the booklet, they didn't cover any of it. Anything.
1: It was. Well, and it's because it's Adam Carolla. So, which is to- like, I'm not complaining. I learned, I learned a lot um, on the Gina and Bald Bryan section. Yeah. And the, oh, who's the first guy?
0: The, I forget his name, but the CEO of. Norm. Um, Norm. Norm Pattis was there. Yes. The CEO of Podcast One was there. The chief, um, the whatever that, the chief creative officer was there. So there were people there that, that taught us very. Specific things, and they yes. and they didn't. It didn't feel like they were jerking our leg. It was like, look, this is what it takes. This is why we do what we do. This is how we do what we do.
1: It was very interesting.
0: And if you can get to a certain level,
1: it wasn't a class. No, it, it was more like a cool get together. And I would have liked more networking time with other people, like or like a beforehand or afterwards, like drinks where you get to like talk to other people. Yeah, a little little. That you schmooze. don't have to pay for. You know, because I think if you wanted to stay longer, mm-hmm. you could pay.
0: Yeah, there was a meet and greet ticket where you know, but you yeah, know, we like we like our cute little podcast just the way it is.
1: It was really fun, though. I had a good time going, and um, I, I think I have a new crush on more of a crush on Adam Corolla than I already did.
0: You had a crush on Adam Corolla. Eh,
1: <laughs> not that Adam Corolla, but like, um, I don't know. I like that he's like honest and it seems like he's a nice guy and he's comfortable in his own skin. And oh, he for would sure tell you that too. He, and he's he I don't know, he he goes for what he wants.
0: The dark side of that is he's incredibly mean to Dr. Drew.
1: I haven't listened to their podcast where it's just them the, two. The
0: Adam and Dr. Drew show. It's like an abusive relationship.
1: I I guess I need to listen to it. Yeah, anytime Doctor Drew. Imagine
0: anytime Doctor Drew veers slightly to the left or right of a line that Adam Crowe is drawing. He's just like, shut up, Drew! Like, <laughs> be quiet, sit down. He hates it.
1: I think Doctor Drew can handle it, though. I mean,
0: yeah, but I can a,
1: imagine him giving it right back too. Cause, but he's
0: a board-certified physician and addiction medicine specialist. You should respect his knowledge.
1: Well, yeah, on those things, but.
0: But Adam is just, I mean, Adam Brooks, Adam. nothing. He deals with nothing. He says exact well, We, you all know. This is not a commercial for how great the Adam Kroll podcast yes. is. You probably know.
1: I hope. Well, and if you don't, then check it out. He has interesting guests. He has all kinds of guests. He's done um, documentaries. I. He was talking about it recently, the K-Rock documentary that they're doing. Yeah, he's going to do the History of K-Rock.
0: Yeah, he's trying to get it off the ground. I think he's interviewing people right now. Oh, my gosh. That's needed. I
1: literally cannot wait. The
0: whole country needs to know about K-Rock. And, um, you know, say what you will about the the man who I love, Adam Carolla, and I love most of his content. But he's a really good director of uh, documentaries.
1: I still need to see the one. His
0: Paul Newman documentary was fantastic. Actually, I think he's only done the one. But his other movies are good, too. But the Paul Newman documentary was fantastic.
1: Well, we can talk about it on a mini-sode.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know how relevant a deceased actor's racing career is to our show, but Well, he do was it.
1: into it, so it's like if you're into it, someone else has got to be into it. I mean, we're doing a podcast about Weezer, and other people apparently listen, so. They do,
0: which is great. <laughs> we love that you guys listen. When we started doing this, it truly began as something humble where I think maybe we assumed it would just be you and me listening, but we just wanted to talk about Weezer. Mm-hmm. And we've come to find that we have actual listeners who are there for us. Yes. Uh, episode to episode, which is, you know, part of the reason why I was inspired to want to do more content so that you wouldn't have to wait two weeks. And I mean, it won't be a full show in between, but just something, you know. A little. But you would
1: call it a snack of some sort. Yeah. Right? Yeah.
0: We'll call it, uh, we should call it, no, maybe the icebox. No, that sucks.
1: No, I I'm thinking it's not bad. <sighs> Figure something out. You know what we could do? We could ask the peeps. That's right. To help us come up with a name for the mini But
0: there's one person we have to ask oh, first.
1: Yes. Okay. This leads me to the next thing we have to do. I, I don't
0: know about you guys out there in Listener Land, but have you ever had a number one fan? Because we do.
1: We have a number one fan. We do. His name is Corey. Hi, Corey. He's the best. He is. He is very sweet and wrote us a really cool, sweet email and um, and let us know that he's our number one fan. So we have a number one fan, and I'm pretty sure I couldn't be happier.
0: That made my day when I read that email, and, and I'll tell you why. It goes directly into the state of our lives when we decided to do this show. There were, I think, there were moments for me. I assume there were moments for you, for everybody involved, which is only four of us. I know it seems like a massive operation with many moving parts, but it's four people struggling and crying and yelling at each other.
1: Falling down. and yeah.
0: Hitting our shins on everything. You know, like, are we sure we want to do this? I think everyone asks that question. And, uh, Corey, your email was uh, so sweet and um, so direct and so, you know, honest. And we, of course, will not reveal the contents because it was a personal note of love and adoration to us and us alone. But it really made my day and it made me want to do this even more. So, if uh, the episodes got better, well, if maybe, anything, Corey, it was you.
1: We have one listener.
0: Yeah, we have one person that likes it. So, yeah,
1: it's better than zero.
0: And I was thinking, Corey, and I, I didn't go over this with uh, Rachel. So, she might actually say no on the podcast. But I think if you could email us your address, we're going to send you a mug.
1: I need to get a P.O. box so that we can mail things to people.
0: Yeah, because y'all can't know where we live.
1: No, that would be weird. It's dangerous. And don't worry, we're not going to do anything weird with your information, except for mail you free things. Yeah. Possibly. And um, so we need to get a P.O. box, and then we can send things. Then we got to buy the stuff that we have to send out.
0: Yeah. We've got a couple of prototypes that we use. Yes. I could send you my mug unwashed with coffee stains on it, but That's I don't gross. think you want it. It's super no, gross.
1: he doesn't want it. But
0: Corey, thank you very much for listening, and of course, yes. thank you everyone else who listens as well we really do appreciate it
1: also really yep. quick shout out to some instagram peeps who sent us their pictures that i posted of one of my favorite things is i like to hear the stories of other people what they were doing at the concerts and what songs they heard and what they're doing and um so ali duct tape and why no sent me some really fun pictures and videos that we posted up on Instagram. And if you want to, um, you can send me stuff and I will post it for you. You can tag us. Uh, you can, I don't know. Well, I
0: think we've learned that the love for Weezer is rich and broad and covers, I would say every age.
1: Uh, I don't think anyone ever could understand how many Weezer Instagram Weezer-related Instagram people there are out there. That are
0: specifically related to Weezer? Uh, Yeah. Like, dedicated to Confession, I don't use Instagram. I hardly use any social media. I'm a bit of a dinosaur.
1: Yes. Well, I mean, I guess we can just, like, let the cat out of the bag. But I do the Instagram. And um, I can't – it's, like, hundreds of Weezer-related names and accounts that, like, are just busy posting pics about the Weeze.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. I think we the one thing that this show has taught me is that my love for Weezer is, and like the kind of love I have for Weezer, how far back it goes, is not unique. No. Which is not to say it's not special, but I always kind of thought I liked this band that nobody else liked, and I was trying to tug on the sleeves of all my friends, like, I think I just, my, do I have good friends? I wonder now, like, do I need to reevaluate my social structure, because nobody else likes Weezer, except, of course, for my Weezer husband, Will, and my actual wife, Elizabeth. Um, So I do... Want to reiterate, moving forward, the shows will examine contemporary news. You Mm -hmm. will notice a lot of um, content uh, that is related to the upcoming Black album. As that news comes out, more and more of the show will be dedicated to talking about that. We will still have our song discussion as it is. We will still have garage segments, but who's not excited about a new album? that's always the most fun.
1: No one is not excited yeah, about it. Yeah. So, at all.
0: and we can only we can safely assume that you guys want to hear more about that too. And of course, if you don't like how the show is going, bark at us from afar and let us know what you want to hear because we're just making this up as we go.
1: Yeah. We're just having fun. Yeah. I want to call it Black Album Watch 2017. Go what if it doesn't come
0: out till 2018?
1: Well, then we'll just we'll we'll change it.
0: Why did I just say it like that? <laughs> I don't know. Let's take a beat.
1: Well, then we just we we say uh, tomorrow it's going to be black album. Watch, Watch 2018. 2018. We'll yeah. go back
0: into the shows and edit me just saying 2018. Overall 2017.
1: 2018. That's a good idea.
0: 2018.
1: <laughs> no, can it be a robot voice though? Yeah. Okay.
0: 2018. 18. The black home. album. But if we know Rivers, it probably won't be the black album.
1: Well, they said fall of this year, so.
0: That seems crazy to me because fall's about to start. I know. It's
1: like Tomorrow.
0: But they have crazy release schedules sometimes. Yet. I'm, I'm not ready. ready. <laughs> My body is ready for new music.
1: Feels like summer is still going strong.
0: It is, but like that little girl on that AT and T commercial, we want more. We want more.
1: Could we have a special like intro for Black Album Watch 2017, like it's a storm? Yeah.
0: Yeah, we could. I guess we'll have to think of something Mm-hmm. later. Something
1: weasery. <laughs> um. So, did you watch any of the YouTubes about the Future Scope trilogy at all
0: prior I, to this? I watched all of the videos that led up to the album. Are we jumping into song discussion already? I
1: don't know. I just I I was curious because I that made me you know kind of think about it. How we did like a it reminded me of the the guy in the, oh Joe Laffoley yes
0: yeah. Yeah, his getting the transmissions from the future.
1: Yeah, and he's like, oh.
0: But we can't get too deep into that. Okay. That's for that's for our homegirl Juliet. And by I, the way, I don't know if you guys have paid attention on the shows, but I think my homegirl Juliet is officially my title for Juliet. And okay. it fits, too.
1: Yeah, it does. She is very homegirl Well. Holmes?
0: Like, no, I don't know. Like homegirl Juliet, like a title. Like it'd be on a like embroidered on a shirt
1: oh can we please make a shirt for that
0: we might christmas is coming
1: well i kind of want you to just go on instagram because i don't know if you noticed but i did make a shirt oh yeah that said i like the droid
0: i did not see that (laughs) well i'll give it a look um Um,
1: well do you remember talking you like how i think we have to make a shirt on everything that's right and, um, are
0: you are you gonna show me an Instagram post on the podcast? I'll describe it to you guys as best I can.
1: I'm showing you right now.
0: Is that an actual shirt, or is that like a like a mock-up? It's a mock-up. Oh man,
1: should we make it?
0: We should. We gotta change the font though.
1: <laughs> it's just the like whatever font. <clears throat> It's just whatever font um, happened to be on the shirt, please.
0: Yeah, uh, we'll have Rachel upload did the picture she showed me to the website did, directly as well. Did
1: you see the shirt?
0: See, that's that's what I need. That's <laughs> awesome. Okay, so whoever is listening, if I want to be a pop culture phenomenon where it brings <laughs> two people together, like we met. While listening to the Weezer podcast, and we shared a set of earbuds on the train going to work.
1: And then we got the Weezer. And at the Weezer Weezer wedding,
0: they wear the shirts when they walk down the aisle. Isn't that funny? Oh, God, I would die.
1: And I love how I can uh, actually take all my shirt ideas and make them shirts, but not really spend the money, make an actual shirt. Yeah, as we knew. And share my ideas with the world.
0: um, As we knew it would, because we have so much ground to cover and to make up for. This is the longest intro we have done yet. Um,
1: what else do we have to talk about here? Oh, well, the mini episodes we talked about, um, we're going to switch it up. Say It Ain't So is not going to be a full show. It's going to be a mini-show right before the Michael and Carly episode.
0: That's a great idea. Yeah, the, the Rachel wanting to dig deeper into her feelings on Say It Ain't So is what inspired me to think of the mini-episodes. Not only you know to generate more content, but to give her a forum to say precisely what she felt she didn't the first time and then that each of the episodes following could be just like a laser focused delicious nugget of content because when you know when we've listened back to the shows we go all over the place
1: we're a little we're a little rambly
0: we're a little rambly so sometimes we want to dig deeper on something so why not just make it its own thing yeah
1: and so we will um there's there's i know off the top of my head there's um the omnibus that I want to talk about there's the book, A River's Edge, yep. that I own, that I have The Pinkerton haven't read Diaries, yet. probably. Pinkerton Diaries. Um, there's a really terrible interview CD set that I bought that Ugh. I need to talk some crap about. Ugh. And, I, I mean, the possibilities are endless.
0: Yeah. we got a lot to talk about, and a we lot. never shush. So, but, what do you say we talk about a little song that's not so little called the future scope trilogy
1: well it's three songs
0: well but it's really one
1: well okay let's just say you get a three-in-one action-packed something for your mouth (laughs) (laughs) i don't know
0: uh we'll talk about why it's broken up into three songs in the song discussion we'll be right back with you (laughs) we're back it's time for song discussion this sorry (laughs) this week we are discussing the future scope trilogy
1: it is cray (laughs) it is
0: were people using that abbreviation of the word crazy when the song came out
1: uh i don't know probably probably not i would say probably
0: people had more time back then they would have just said wow this is crazy
1: No, I think this was a... Wait. 2014. When when did Cray happen? I don't know. Cray Cray?
0: Listeners, let us know. (laughs) I also don't care. You don't? No, I believe that we're... You pronounce both T's in the word button. I'm surprised you like abbreviations like Cray.
1: I like every abbreviation. I don't know why. It's weird. Maybe I should put my phone on mute.
0: Yes. Remember last episode, folks, when I said we weren't professional broadcasters? This is why.
1: We are becoming professional.
0: Yeah, we are. What's a professional these days?
1: All right, Kingston. Kingston. He's here.
0: The show dog is here. Hey, handsome.
1: All right. The Scope started. Trilogy. Um, well, the Futurescope Trilogy is, in fact, called a trilogy because it's three songs in one group. It is indeed. They are the last three songs on the CD, uh, Everything Will Be All Right in the End. And I think that this CD or album has a special place in everyone's hearts. I think so. Is that an accurate statement? I
0: I, I think because this album came on the heels of the very real possibility that, and I'm doing air quotes here, which is always good pod, that Weezer was back. Um, Say what you will about the albums prior to that, Ratitude and Hurley and the Red Album and Make Believe. Um, Some would say there was a drought some people love those albums. Uh, we're not here to debate the overall quality of the discography, but, um, you know, rivers are saying I reconnected with the fans. I wanted to make a classic album. We're bringing back Rico Kasich. We're using the guitars that we used to record the blue album with, you know, he wanted to make something ambitious so you could feel in the lead up to the album, especially with all of the YouTube videos, the Weezer Wednesday videos that hot damn, it was going to be special. So. This and, album. It was. and it also, uh, Came on the heels of the rebirth of the fan club. Yes. So the unification of the reunification of the band, the reunification of fandom,
1: like full circle. It was. It was a good time. Do people have fan clubs anymore? Weezer does. I know. Besides Weezer.
0: Yeah. I don't think they're like. I, I don't think they're as personable or interactive as this. I think it's like the Green Day has the Green Day. Green Day has the Idiot Club. Okay. Which I think is just a fancy marketing tool, and I mean. Most fan clubs are a marketing tool, but this one, ours feels super special because it's it's tiny.
1: Well, and it didn't that wasn't intimate. the whole point of it exactly. in the beginning.
0: No, and they, and I, I do think the new fan club, given the modern age, uh, I think there is some we're all we're we're all getting pretty close. We all love each other. Mm-hmm. We started a podcast a because
1: community. of it. Community. Yeah, community. Uh okay. They're tracks eleven, twelve, and thirteen. They were released October seventh, two thousand fourteen. It was recorded at the village recording studios in 2014 yes. and they are a minute and fifty six seconds anonymous is three minutes and 20 seconds and return to Ithaca is two minutes and seventeen seconds do you think those mean anything
0: no but okay. maybe uh, but I my personal feeling is the tracks are broken up just um, so that you can Skip around the CD. I think it is one composition, actually.
1: I just did the thing. I tend to agree with you. And um, also, maybe they just thought it would be cool.
0: Yeah, it is cool. It makes a I statement. Mean, it's like part one, part two, part three. Here's the story.
1: And it, it's its a, it's it's own thing. It is yeah. a like the Future Scope trilogy. What's that all about? Well, I, I don't I, know. I need to hear that.
0: There are definite thematic connections to the rest of the album but if you lopped it off the end you wouldn't think oh, where's the rest of the record because foolish father that's a that's an ender that's that's a great way to end a record uh but the future scope trilogy i feel like is this statement about what weezer was what it is and what it's gonna be
1: and they were i also think they just really wanted to rock out
0: and boy do they yeah it's, this it's great i mean uh, we assume most of you listening have heard it and you know how fantastic it is
1: if you haven't heard it you should just give it a listen right now
0: yeah pause this podcast open up the old spotify
1: oh that was another thing i was going to bring up is since we can't really play the whole thing for you if you listen to the song that we're going to talk about right before we talk the podcast it'll kind of i don't know i have to listen to it before we talk about it oh
0: yeah on the drive over here i just played it in a loop
1: so it it'll help It gets you me in the zone. And then or if you listen to it afterwards too, might help you kind of bring it all home.
0: I mean just because we assume you know it, it doesn't mean that you're as intimately familiar. Right. Or and
1: if you not heard haven't heard it in a while, it might not make sense whatever we're talking about. The labels Republic Records and Rivers wrote all three. They were played live on different dates.
0: A lot of dates, though, because they had a whole tour dedicated to playing this entire album live, right?
1: Well, The Wasteland debuted on October 11th, 2014, and Anonymous was played live on the 16th, and Return to Ithaca was played live on the 24th.
0: So were these played independently of each other, like where Return to Ithaca was played, they didn't play the other two?
1: Correct. Ooh. Yes. Whoa. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I haven't been to a live show in a while. I certainly didn't get to go to live shows during this time. Me either. Yeah.
1: Um also wanted to thank Weezerpedia, Wikipedia, and the Internet for its information. Can
0: we just take a moment to thank the internet overall?
1: Thank you, Internet, for
0: Thanks for easy access to everything. Everything.
1: And also too much of nothing. Exactly. Because have you ever tried to find okay, let's say you're researching a Weezer Future Scope trilogy and it's just Lyrics, 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 lyrics. Why? Why don't you uh, just buy the CD and you'll know, and it'll have it in the thing?
0: Yeah. So also, no thank you, internet.
1: Or just, you know what we used to do before there was no internet? We'd write them down.
0: We would. Mm-hmm. I actually have like- By
1: ourselves. Try to figure out what they ears.
0: are. You used Sorry. your ears? Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. She was ahead of her time, folks. <laughs> I actually have notebooks where I've written down lyrics to songs, like because I love them so much, and I just needed to like experience it.
1: Again. The writing.
0: I still in high school, um, we did this the marriage project where you have to like create a budget, and you know you find a partner in class, and you quote unquote get married, buy a house, you know, mm-hmm. buy stuff, and um, Make you
1: a responsible adult.
0: And of course, as an as a responsible adult. I was just writing Green Day lyrics in the booklet. So there's like just lyrics scrawled all over the inside of the booklet. I love it. Yeah. It's a metaphor for my marriage now. Sorry, honey.
1: The Green Day lyrics?
0: Just not paying attention and listening to Green Day instead.
1: Well, I mean, I get it. Yeah. Um, Personnel. Rivers on guitar lead vocals. Pat on the drums. Brian on guitar and backing vocals. And Scott's bass guitar. And backing vocals. It was produced by Rick Ocasek, um,
0: famous for the Cars, as yes. we've said before, and producing both the blue album. I guess it's
1: just what I needed. Is, is, that, is I, that them?
0: Isn't that the Circuit City song?
1: No. Oh, is it?
0: Might might have been. Well, nothing is Circuit City. Anyway, That's the Cars, anymore. though, right? Yeah, it is. <laughs> okay. okay. And he produced the blue album and the green album.
1: Um, and Sam Bell is the engineer. So. Make a note of that. Good
0: on you, Sam Bell.
1: Mm-hmm. He has you special know, credits.
0: And back to the shack, Rivers says very specifically, maybe he should play the lead guitar and Pat should play the drums. Maybe. So they stuck their guns on that one.
1: Yeah. Well, what else would Pat play?
0: He's, uh, during the Ratitude era, he played lead guitar all the time. Hmm. Or rhythm guitar. And the drummer for Nine Inch Nails, Josh Freese, was their drummer, live.
1: I remember reading that somewhere.
0: Yeah. I didn't like it.
1: I want my Pat on the drums. Yeah. I mean, it's just not the same.
0: You know, uh, Weezer, I would say, has a, a deceptively simple type of drumming in their music, but that's not actually easy to do. It's actually easier to have more flourishes and to go crazy and to be expressive. It's actually harder to keep it straight, keep it consistent. Stick uh, as with I the song, bro. And I think, I think Pat is an amazing drummer. And I, I want him to drum. I don't want him to be in the back. It's not like I want him to go sit in the corner, but you're my drummer and I love you, buddy.
1: It's hard to find a good picture of Pat.
0: He is pretty private.
1: <laughs> uh, random. Sorry. Um, That's okay.
0: This is our podcast. We do what we want.
1: I have a little bit of overview yeah. for you. Um So everything will be all right in the end is Weezer's ninth studio album. And as you already said, it's the third produced by Rick. It was released on cassette tape through Burger Records.
0: Yeah. Those of us that pre-ordered through Pledge Music, where we also got our our fan club induction. Mm -hmm. Um, If you ordered the big fancy schmancy box set, you got the vinyl, the CD, you got a poster. You got another poster where the Weezer Flying W was all of our names in the fan club. And you also got a cassette tape of the album those were making: you have a
1: framed in your house? I don't know. You need to.
0: I think because when I got it, we lived in an apartment and it was impermanent. And now that we bought a house, we're put you crap should. all over the walls.
1: Yeah. But That's it, cool.
0: Having the album on cassette is super duper cool. Um, each of the band members, I think it was limited to 1,000 copies. Wow. Or maybe more, but I think 1,000. And each of the band members signed 250 of them. And I got a, a Riv Dog signature. Lucky. Which it could be anything. It looks like someone sneezed and a pen went, yeah. but it's I could still that's it those yeah. rivers. I, I, had to, I looked up river's signature to be like, did I, did I get a river's one? Did and I was so excited. <laughs> Not that I don't want the other guys, but you know,
1: I love your rivers. <laughs> I think we all do. Yeah. I think I would be like, yes, I got a river's
0: one. Yeah.
1: It's like, it's like when you get one of those stickers out of the machine when you're a kid and you get a good one. Oh yeah. Or, you know, do you remember homies?
0: Yes. I had a homie on my keychain for a long time.
1: <laughs> so you'd always, like, you, you'd, I don't know. Everyone knows that there's vendor stick, sticker machines or whatever. the There wasn't, like, dry or, cleaners and car washes. Yeah, And uh, you'd be like, oh, please give me that one. Because they'd have all of them outside and you get a crappy one. Yeah. It's like, damn it. Yeah. D- Mom, can I have another 75 cents for, like a, sticker for a sticker I'm not going to use? No. <laughs> Anyway, so yes, it's like winning the the cassette tape lotto. Huh? Ran out of time, didn't get to look up Burger Records, so I will, and I will put it in the Q and A.
0: Um, Burger Records is a small record company, I think, in the Bay Area, and they do a lot of um, indie bands. But they've oh. started to do special edition releases of cassette tapes and stuff. That's so cool. They're I like a small to... indie label.
1: I want a cassette tape. I just um, can we bring back the tape? Can we do that? Probably not, Carl. <laughs> Can you
0: Ka-
1: can, can? you help us with this, Carl?
0: Carl, we've been meaning to talk to you about bringing <laughs> back the cassette tape altogether.
1: Instead of, like, Joan, we should just request everything from Carl.
0: That's true. Joan, you're fired. Take that down.
1: <laughs> Carl, can you please um, ask Burger Records to bring back the the tape?
0: Yeah, can we have a cassette box set of all of the albums? Green Day did that. They sold it in a little leather case with a boombox to play them on.
1: I love Green Day. It was
0: like three hundo, so no thanks, but... Oh, jeez. Yeah. Like, can't you just give me the option to buy the tapes by themselves?
1: I'm sorry. I get it. But who is that much of a Green Day fan?
0: Somebody, because I think it's sold out. Gee, okay. I don't know. I get I Moving mean, on. whatever.
1: Um, So there was a large promotional campaign of teaser videos and... um. Little snippets provided on YouTube and probably out to the world.
0: Weezer Wednesday.
1: Is that what it was called?
0: Yeah. I think one of the earlier videos was a part of the Scope trilogy.
1: Okay. Was thinking, was this their Sergeant Pepper? Was Everything Will Be Alright? Weezer's Sergeant Pepper Lonely... Sar- Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, but Weezer style?
0: It very well could be.
1: I mean, Given have the, they done anything else like this before or after?
0: No. I, I, I. So I'm pretty sure that Everything Will Be All Right in the End was supposed to be more of a concept album at one point, but then got retooled into being something a little more linear, which is why I think the Future Scope trilogy is tacked on at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if you look at the lyric booklet, Um, the songs are not in the... Even though they're numbered in the order they are on the album, they're not... They don't flow in the order. And the trilogy pieces actually fit as... um, End caps. End caps to those portions.
1: Yes. Well, uh, we can talk about that. We can. We are able to. Would you like to talk about that first? Sure. Okay. So there... um, Well... The liner notes, which I thought when I saw them, because I didn't have I don't have my CDs, they're in the garage. Haha. <laughs> and um I thought when I saw these liner notes that everyone's talking about, it would become so clear what what the concept was for me or them or whatever. And I still don't get it.
0: <laughs> um I have a, a theory. Um, I know that on one of our mini episodes, we're going to go more into depth about the concepts of the concept album concept. But I do feel that everything will be all right in the end is like a de facto history of Weezer as okay. told from the future.
1: That makes sense. So Well, because, okay, so the three groups that's broken up is there's a panopticon artist.
0: Panopticon artist.
1: Panopticon.
0: Panopticon. Panopticon.
1: <laughs> Stop it. Yeah. You owe me a coke. Um so this is supposed to be a male in his twenties, or this is written by written by or
0: The way I understand it is there's a guy who is getting transmissions from the future
1: mm-hmm.
0: and cataloging them back in nineteen sixty five.
1: And the main character is who he's cataloging?
0: I feel like the main character is the band, like It's a Weezer album from the future sent back to 1965, but it gets like on the radio as the astronauts because the beginning of the album, it's like, here are the astronauts with their number one hit. And then ain't got nobody starts. Ain't got nobody. Ain't got nobody.
1: I guess this is the first in this group. It's I've had it up to here back to the shack in the wasteland. That's a good layout. I think. Yeah. But I, so, okay. The second group. I went on another weird tangent. Belladonna. Belladonna. Relationship with women. And female in her 20s, classic girl songs, they call it. And you look at that list and it's like, oh, yeah, that is that is what that is.
0: Which it's got, what, Go Away, Lonely Girl, Cleopatra, or Patchera. Ain't Got Nobody, I think I just said that, Da Vinci and Return to Ithaca, which actually lists my favorite songs on the album. Isn't that... I guess so I know what kind are of Weezer I like. a
1: female in her 20s?
0: No, but I like <laughs> songs about them. But, you know, looking at it and discussing it this way... Kind of fun. If you think about it...
1: It makes sense. No.
0: If you think about it, these are like eras of Weezer.
1: Well, yeah, duh.
0: Songs like The British Are Coming and...
1: People in their 20s.
0: No, no. What I mean is types of albums. The The types of Weezer we've gotten over the years. The Blue Album, Pinkerton... Uh, Weezer, the Green Era Maladroit Weezer, the weird Hurley uh, Who's the ratitude. weird
1: Hurley
0: Um, I'm looking at The British Are Coming. Okay. It's a bizarre song. It's like, where's my sex in its tone? Okay. They're not similar at all, but they're both goofy.
1: We'll have to like deep dive on that one when we do the mini sewed.
0: Yeah, maybe.
1: And the third group is... Father figure.
0: Patriarchia. Patriarchia.
1: Listed as a male in his thirties. The magical man. Whatever yeah. that means. Yep. So
0: The Magical Man. We've got eulogy for a rock band, The British Are Coming, Foolish Father and Anonymous. But that's not what ended up on the record. It was uh
1: Totally different altogether. And yeah. then Future Scope Trilogy.
0: Yeah, because if you dun, lop dun. off the Future Scope trilogy, you've got your traditional ten-track Weezer album with varying topics and awesome guitars. But there's something deeper going on, and our exclusive song. And when I say our, I mean the fan club. Uh, every or uh, everybody needs salvation. Uh-huh. I'm convinced that that song was supposed to be on this record, but and maybe got removed because of either time uh, it being very similar to um, Cleopatra. Mm. Um, maybe when the concept idea got dumped. If there ever was one, we don't have inside information.
1: It is a little bit album from the Black Holy too.
0: Oh, my God. I love that song. I have listened to that little 7-inch record so many times. And also, Carl, if you're listening, this is a complete selfish aside, but could we get a lossless version of that song to download? I'll pay for it. I just like my CD quality. Thank you.
1: See you tomorrow.
0: See you tomorrow. Great episode, guys.
1: (laughs) Um,
0: but yeah, so what ended up on the album is those three capping songs as essentially one song.
1: Rivers wanted to make a a fancy classic Weezer album, and I think that that was accomplished.
0: I absolutely do. And I think that Mission the Future Scope trilogy is a triumphant statement of that, especially the third part, Return to Ithaca. This big, booming, guitar solo riddled thing anthem it It sounds like fireworks going you never
1: want it to end
0: no and it does not cool rivers
1: i feel like they could have gone longer on all of them i'm what is it two minutes yeah one minute and 56 seconds is not long enough for the wasteland and return to ithaca is not long enough either no they could have gone three three three
0: yeah give us a 10 miniter yeah miniter
1: i don't know why we have to get away from that i know we we've talked about that but
0: there just seems to be this negativity towards really long songs, like a perception by the people who pay for the records to get made, like, nobody wants to listen to that. It's like, yes, I we do. do. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. Especially if
0: you're going to put it at the end of the album.
1: I mean, only in dreams. Seven minutes. I'll, I love it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Um, we're going to talk how about how many that, of these are
1: the added up together.
0: It's like seven minutes and 12 seconds or something like that. I wonder if it's the same. If it is, it's going to blow my mind because I have some thoughts on that very particular mind subject. Mind explosion. Um, let's, I okay, want to let's back up back. a second. Yes. Uh, just not the personnel, but where this album was recorded.
1: Village Recording Studio in Santa Monica. In. it was built by the Freemasons in the 1920s, and it was a Masonic temple.
0: A literati conspiracy.
1: <laughs> da, da, da. Wait. Okay. Freemasons. Uh What is that? It's Who is that? It's something religious or culty or what? it's
0: an organization of, I don't know what. I don't know how to describe it. It's a secret society, but it's not a secret.
1: Okay. And Masonic Temple.
0: It's where the Masons go to hang out. It's like the Moose Lodge, but cooler.
1: Okay, so it's Freemason Temple. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Which is weird. And I guess it stayed that way until the 60s, until... A yogi took it. The Maharashi Mahesh Yogi. Yes, and used it as his Los Angeles Center for transcendental
0: Transcendental...
1: Transcendental Meditation. And which Rivers enjoys. Which is so rivers Yeah. rivers shh.
0: But I bet those are all just a list of facts that confirm our assumptions and had nothing to do with why he recorded there. Because the list mm. of bands who have recorded the albums that they've made at the studio... Is extensive.
1: Your minds are gonna explode.
0: We got Biffy Clyro, Bob Dylan, Bono, Brian Setzer, Danny Elfman, Dr. Dre, Elton John, George Harrison, Guns N' Roses, Johnny Cash, Kiss, Lady Gaga, Madonna, Mariah Carey. That's our our shout out to Allie McKay. We love you. (laughs) K Rock Local Radio for everyone else who doesn't live in California. Uh Mick Jagger, Neil Young, Nelly, Nine Inch Nails. Oh my god, Nine Inch Nails.
1: No doubt. Oasis.
0: Oasis, Pink Floyd, The Doors, Pink Floyd, Tina Turner, Ringo, Smashing Pumpkins,
1: The Eagles, Sting, The Rolling Stones.
0: Yeah, a lot. Red, Laka Flaka Waka Wang Dang. The Red Hot Chili Peppers,
1: The Beach Boys.
0: Yeah, so it's got a pedigree to it.
1: Uh, And that is just to name a few guys.
0: Yeah, we're not done. That wasn't all of it. So there's some good juju. And um, I would say that artists are a suspicious and spiritual lot in a way. And I guarantee that recording an album there is just like, let's channel the good juju of. I just
1: want to go there and lay on the floor. Yeah. Soak up that.
0: Probably get more talented. Just
1: rock star energy. Washing
0: your hands in the bathroom. (laughs) But um, we, everything will be all right. In the end is a special record. It's a very great record punctuated by an amazing song. That is one of the most sonically complicated songs weezer has ever done um in fact when they played that bad boy live they had to build a special guitar for scott so that the band could play all the guitar solos so during return to ithaca pat had to like do a guitar solo and drum scott had to play the bass and do a guitar solo so they built a double neck guitar slash bass combo just for that tour and And our homeboy scott has a broken hand i know it's incredible
1: it is so cool I are mean, really
0: swung for the fences in every aspect.
1: And you could tell Scott feels cool.
0: Yeah. like How could he's you like, not? He's being like, in command of that thing.
1: F yeah, man. Look at me with my sweet, sweet guitar bass.
0: With my massive biceps supporting this enormous guitar and, bass combination. Oh, by
1: the way, I can play with two fingers.
0: Yeah. Which most bassists can. Whatever. Teehee.
1: It's still... <laughs> it's still impressive.
0: It's massively impressive. Um, the song itself... Uh starts ominously with some crunchy guitar, you know making you pay attention and
1: it's like it's very it sounds like something bad is coming, kind of
0: yeah, it's a portent of it's things like, to come
1: dun, nah, 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 dun, nah, dun, nah. the phantom
0: of the opera is here
1: that is what it feels like.
0: But it moves on into this declaration by Rivers. Um
1: Which wait what's what, your favorite one?
0: Oh I returned to Ithaca, the third part is <sighs> the single coolest part.
1: Mine's the thing. wasteland. Why? I just the the guitar. The wait. The guitar forty one seconds.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: We were doing it in the beginning. It's we, just we were. Oh. I can't handle it.
0: Yep, and of course you'll have heard. That. And you'll I hear love the,
1: the, I love how it opens. Actually, it's like makes you pay attention, like something's happening.
0: Like on an album that has so many declarations to begin with, so many um, statements about who Weezer is and what they're going to be and what they're doing now, the this the Future Scope trilogy serves as a sort of, we're just getting started again. Mm-hmm. And I think that held true. I mean, look how great the White Album was. How excited are we for what's coming next? It's like a, it's a brand new era.
1: I I don't understand my notes. That's. Do you like the haze? What's that? In anonymous.
0: The haze? Uh huh. What are you talking about?
1: Where they're like, hey. Oh,
0: no, hey. no, actually I don't. But that's just me being a picky engineer guy. I think that they're like artificially repeated. I think they just recorded like, hey, hey, hey. And then looped it. Mm -hmm. And I don't care for that. It sounds unnatural. And they're loud. I don't like it.
1: But what else could they have done right there? Because they needed something.
0: You know, they very likely recorded them live and had somebody just scream hey through the whole thing. Maybe a drum. And my complaints are unfounded. No, I think the shouting is cool. Did you know that that song had different lyrics on the Weezer Wednesday video?
1: I did. And I am glad that they changed it because...
0: It was called My Mystery.
1: But that doesn't have enough syllables
0: call you my mystery anonymous, anonymous mystery of course it does it's three and three anonymous I don't it doesn't, it doesn't, no i'm wrong it's four and three anonymous doesn't. definitely works better yeah i want to believe that there's some sort probably of probably
1: a reverse thing
0: yeah i want to believe that there's like a conspiracy that anonymous was chosen for some very important reason but it probably just sounds better yeah. which it does but yeah. i mean and same thing yeah uh, my mystery anonymous yeah not knowing what to
1: Call something. call something
0: But now mm-hmm. he's figured it out And I think what he's describing What he's figured out is He knows what his muse is He knows what his intention is He knows what he's going to do From now on And we all better listen I mean he also says too That he looks in the eyes Of everyone in his life His friends His family His enemies And he's just going to give It all to us And it doesn't care what you think If you go back to um, I've had it up to here he, he says flat out Like I don't need to be mass consumed I don't care what you think I don't want to be dull I'm not going to pander to you anymore
1: Chris Christopher McMahon. 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 Um is an artist and he did the smooch. The smoochster. He he, he added the old
0: smoochster into the, the cruddy dime store doctor's office rural painting. Yes. And yeah.
1: so um looking at his website right now and it's fun. Actually oh, I don't know. Never mind. I need to like him on Facebook.
0: Don't we all? But uh, the the.
1: Did you know he follows us on Instagram?
0: Shut your face!
1: Well, okay, because I'm a weirdo, I went and I follow. Your every- face is still open. Everyone that we talk about. Hmm? Nothing. Go ahead. <laughs> Everybody that we talk about, I try to find them so I can be hip with them. Huh? So we follow Jr. Rotom and all you know all the dudes.
0: So wait, the guy that I called a Cro Magnon. Yeah. Oh, good.
1: He's he's fine. He doesn't even know we exist. And he doesn't give a sh-
0: um, shit about us.
1: But I followed Christopher McMahon, and he followed me back.
0: That's awesome. Well, yeah. Christopher, I don't know if you intended for your album cover to become itself mythologized within the Weezer fan club because your little monster became its own thing. People made him full size, and I even printed a pillow of it. Yeah, I have a smooch pillow.
1: We do, or yeah. you do.
0: So you, you really hit this one out of the park. It's a great image.
1: I don't know where he is, but he might be in um, Ohio. He's having an art opening, "Homes for Wayward Monsters," October first in Iowa City. Is that in Iowa?
0: Iowa City. It might be in Ohio. There's lots of weird, like cities named for states around other states Isn't in the that Midwest. Weird? I don't know. I'm I'm from the coast. I only know what I know about the coast.
1: His website is cwmcmahon.com If you would like to check him out.
0: McMahon, anyway uh, <laughs> um, Great album cover
1: And someone, or Spin Magazine said The title and artwork are way Way better than the ones for Hurley And Ratitude. Yeah
0: ah. Which I, I can never tell how much I should Even Lend opinions or conversation To those differences, you know Rivers made the albums he wanted to make They happened, they are what they are They have some redeeming qualities
1: yeah, I mean, whatever.
0: And I feel like a younger me was like, why does this suck? And why isn't it what I expected it to be? And why isn't it better? But I've, as I've grown up, I've learned to accept art on its own terms.
1: Yeah, because that's, that's what they chose to put on the CD. Like, yeah. g- get over it.
0: Like, I feel like as a person who would say it's garbage compared to or it's not good, like, you, you're not the intended audience then. You shouldn't be listening. Go somewhere yeah. else.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I didn't feel that way when I was younger. I was like, give me Pinkerton over and over and over. Well,
1: I mean, who's judging album art? You shouldn't.
0: Well, I guess I just got into talking about the albums themselves. But the dog on the cover of Ratitude is adorable. I'd love to come home to that flying dog every day.
1: I don't know who it is, but um, I saved it somewhere. and I'll I'll put it up. But I couldn't find the source, so I got annoyed because I wanted to repost it. But I didn't want to just flat out steal someone else's stuff. And um, there's somebody took the dog and put it into the skydiving scene on Point Break. And it was genius. And I loved it so much. And uh, I'll put it up, but I don't know. That was an
0: award-winning photo. That was like a (laughs) National Geographic award-winning photo for that year.
1: The skydiving scene from Point Break? No,
0: no. The dog in the living room. Oh. It's an award-winning photo.
1: Oh, I didn't yeah. know that.
0: And the, the cover, yeah, look up that photo. Okay. If you look up like well, Ratitude I mean, yeah. dog photo, yeah. That's how I found the in Point the,
1: Break amazing And the cover one. of
0: Hurley is just a picture of rivers and Jorge Garcia, but cropped with no rivers in it. Like they met at a hotel. If you look, it's like the background wall of like a Hilton, but then they used like a clone stamp to get rid of like whatever's in the background. Mm-hmm. So, and they had like a weird deal with the hurley clothing store at the time mm-hmm. or the hurley clothing brand mm-hmm. and like one has nothing to do with the other it's like i think rivers trolled us super hard on that one
1: he's like you guys go buy my stuff." yeah because
0: i i don't think that or maybe he hurley, was like oh
1: hurley and hurley ah. yeah I,
0: th- I think the picture of hurley from lost came after the clothing deal because those kind of deals take forever he to was set like up.
1: i'm not gonna just straight up put hurley all over my cd
0: uh, but i think he decided to after the fact because i think rivers would that's a Rivers troll. That's the way he troll people. I look back on it now and I love it because what a dick move. <laughs> like he got everybody.
1: <laughs> he probably said, I'll put Hurley on the cover.
0: Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. When I look at that album cover, it does make me smile.
1: I mean, it's fun. It's pleasant. Whatever. Uh, live shows.
0: Yeah. There was a whole tour for this album, a mini tour.
1: They, they
0: played it all they the They put through. like
1: a setup everywhere they did special lights and and TVs and we mentioned Scott's fancy guitar. It was a thing. Yeah. Um and then da, 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 we talked about the structure. Let's talk about your your feelings.
0: So I have this theory and I'm specifically calling it a theory because I believed at one point I had documentation that supported it. But In my research for this episode, I cannot find it. So, um, as an aside, to my point, if anybody out there listening knows of an interview or a video or a comment where Rivers explained that Only in Dreams was ultimately about inspiration and his muse, let me know if that exists. Because I feel like I have the very real potential of having made that up in my head. But my theory about the Futurescope trilogy the album that it's on and only in dreams and the blue album kind of rests and lives or dies on whether or not that's true. So Rivers says that only in dreams is about inspiration. Now we know in the lyrics of the song, he's talking about a girl and he's talking about, you know, walking up to her, asking her to dance and you don't want to step on her toes, but that could all be about inspiration, finding the thing that drives your art and I believe he means to say that it really only comes to him in his dreams.
1: I was listening to it the other day. And when he says only in dreams, you see what it means. Exactly. It's like, that's the only time. And I and I was like, oh, it kind of clicked or a light bulb went off. I was like, you're, you're right. Because sometimes things only make sense. While you're working them out in your head in your dreams. Yeah, and, and you
0: don't even know you've worked them out. You know, where do these ideas come from? You understand,
1: you know, what, yeah. what it means or it comes to you and everyone says that, right? Yeah,
0: and you could take it literally as well. The song functions on a literal level, but the reason I bring it up in relation to the Future Scope trilogy is there are some distinct moments in Return to Ithaca that... That sonically sound like only in dreams.
1: Oh yeah, it's there's no mistaking that it it's the, actually exactly sounds like only in yeah, dreams. Yeah, and you guys way. will
0: have heard clips of both. I'll have clips of both in the show, and you can be the judge. <laughs> But I believe that the Future Scope Trilogy is a spiritual sequel to Only in Dreams.
1: We're coming full circle.
0: I I really do. And the reason why, if everything will be all right in the end, is about rebirth and reflection and repurposing, well, you'd have to be inclusive of the past. And in the only lyrics on the Future Scope Trilogy, he says, Now I know what to call you. I call you my anonymous... But I know what you are. And then the song
1: Or like it it
0: then the song immediately apes only in dreams and its piano motif and the guitar. And it's this massive, huge outro full of emotion and splendor and grandiose guitar build up. solos. The buildup feels the same. And Which it was the birth the of a new up? era of Weezer. Now Weezer, you know, Rivers has his muse back. He knows what he is, he knows what he wants, and he's gonna do it. And he did because we got the wide album. And he's he's been more mm-hmm. creative than ever, and I think, you know, it, the the theory, the theory is simple; it's to the point. But if you listen to only in dreams and the futurescope trilogy back to back, they are of a suit. And Rivers himself said that the meaning behind everything will be all right in the end is deeper than people realize, and that no one has really dug up what it might be. And I'm not saying I have, but I would like to think that I found some aspect I of the I subtleties of the album. It,
1: looking at the liner notes and it did not help me but and also i i was going to watch all of the youtube videos but i don't i don't have time for all that
0: Ain't nobody got tampered yet
1: <laughs> i watched a, i watched um the futurescope trilogy youtube videos yeah and that was fun
0: yeah so listen to Sorry. both of those songs now it's okay i i totally agree it's it's very dense and i i think the reason why no one's figured it out yet is cuz it's really hard to figure out what but, other
1: people it, i mean any like art in general it's so hard
0: yeah, and there's also no reason to figure it out. It's, it's just conceptual. about how it makes you feel. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like in listening to
1: it's perspective.
0: Yeah, in listening to everything will be all right in the end. I think we listened to rivers. You know, I don't want to say get back on the horse or or make it sound I like he was coming all, from a I deficit. Think all
1: of them. I think but he was. When I
0: say rivers, I guess I you think I, I mean it brought the band.
1: them together. Though, like, do you think it like made them? More of a like unit. Oh, yeah. Pat
0: has said in interviews that, you know, he wished that they hadn't made the records that preceded it the way they did, that they just kept making records like the last two, which would mean the white album and everything will be all right in the end. I think everybody's much happier and it shows because the music has been great, you know, and the white album being a colored album, being a little bit more traditional to what Weezer is Mm -hmm. really took a lot of attention away from everything will be all right in the end the management company they were under at the time didn't promote the album very well. Mm. And it's kind of lost to Weezer history. But I do think that maybe we'll have some kind of, oh my God, this album is much better than we realize. I think we all know in the fan club, we know that this music is great. Yeah. But if, you know. if Weezer- Except
1: for the British are coming.
0: So th- <laughs> we're going to wrap up song discussion here in a second, but let- let's tack on this. I would say it's one of the earliest arguments we had as co-hosts. Rachel doesn't like the British are coming, and I don't. I don't know why. Why?
1: I don't under... I don't Why is it... what What is the point of it?
0: It's a history lesson with guitar solos. Why? Who knows? <laughs> we just said a second ago, who cares why? It's not up to us to understand. Okay. But what you can do is, in your iTunes, you can delete it and just put Everybody Needs Salvation instead.
1: Oh, that's a good idea.
0: Yeah, alt track lists. Yes. It's the future.
1: Can I... Oh, can I do a, a, a Spotify plug? Oh, yeah. So I made a um playlist. An alternate I guess your, playlist. Alternate playlist from the liner notes for everything will be all right in the end. So you could listen to it that way if you want to without having to do any work. Yeah. We did my, it for you. Um, it's called Everything Will Be All Right in the End alternate version. And uh my username is S-T-A-R-E-E-E 21.
0: Star 21.
1: Star EEE 21.
0: Star EEE 21. Yes.
1: Guess how old I was when I came up with that one. 34. Exactly. I knew it. 21? Last year, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah. I don't get it. It's a story. (laughs) You want to know the story? Next time. Okay. Not Alexa.
0: Alexa wants to co-host the show. (laughs) Alexa, go to sleep.
1: Alexa off. Off. Oh,
0: Alexa's sleeping on the couch again. <laughs> I told her not to get on there. Um, so anyway, that's it. That's the Future Scope trilogy. It's a badass song that I think has a lot of depth and a lot of layers. Oh my God, Alexa, go to hell.
1: Um, The ending of Return to Ithaca is just awesome.
0: Oh my God.
1: I put down 137
0: to just the end. 137 it's, to just the
1: end is ridiculous. It's the best. Yeah. So, I hope everyone en- enjoys the future Scope trilogy. I wish there was more. Um, there's only good things to say about it.
0: Yeah, I know. There's nothing negative, which doesn't always make for good discussion. Like, everything is great. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure. And see it, you tomorrow. I'm sure the song has its detractors. You guys are incorrect. That's fine.
1: We will rate these songs. Uh, should we rate them all together, like as one unit or individually?
0: No, I'm going to. I don't want to do the math on. That much. I did it as one because I think it's one composition broken up into three parts.
1: So they're all gonna get the same.
0: Yeah, I have I have one rating already.
1: You don't like but but you like one more than the other.
0: I have a favorite part of three, but I'm gonna rate the thing as a whole.
1: <sighs> okay, fine.
0: Because if you rate it that way, it's gonna be like a forty seven out of ten and I'll have like <laughs> a normal number.
1: This I mean, yeah, we have to be we have to decide. You
0: could rate it however you want.
1: Well no, I can't. I've got to go the same. Yeah,
0: I want okay. I want to rate it as one song.
1: Okay, and um, so no in the garage, because
0: no uh, to to be perfectly uh, blunt about why we're not doing in the garage, it's a technical issue.
1: Well, um, a our
0: co-hosts are remote, and recording people remotely is hard, troubling, and to make it sound. Good uh-huh. and to make it sound natural on our end is re- really hard, but we're solving that issue.
1: Uh huh. Well, Amy got hurt, so then it was like, okay, who's gonna do it?
0: And by the way, we keep saying Amy got hurt because we don't want to divulge her personal business. She's fine. It's she's not like fine. she fell into a
1: bear trap. Yeah, but she's just resting she had to and bow getting out. better. So she couldn't do it this episode. So then Juliet was gonna do it and she had to like run around all last minute. And then we were like, oh, Rick ordered a thing that we got some advice from Adam Carolla and that's going to be here on Wednesday. So we're just going to wait and we're going to do it right. And everything's going to be
0: all right in the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cause on your end, you guys hear the show and it's edited together and you don't really notice. But on our end, it's like, it's a nightmare.
1: Kind of insanity. It's not fun. Yeah.
0: So, and it, it hinders Rachel and I, our ability to actually pay attention to the show.
1: And then it makes it sound weird sometimes.
0: Yeah. So all of a sudden we get robotic and awkward. So but enough about Not that. Like That's, right now. Though. Yeah. No, no. <laughs>
1: Even but. though we were a little robotic and awkward just now. So uh, we'll do this we'll when we come back we'll do songwriting and then we'll wrap it up. Yeah.
0: Okay. Wrap it up. I'll take it. All right, guys. That was a, a fun discussion of the Future Scope trilogy for me. I was glad I got to share some of my theory and talk about why the song is important to the album and to the band itself.
1: We got a correction from our producer.
0: Yeah, this just in from our producer,
1: mm-hmm. Burger Studios,
0: Burger Records,
1: Burger Records.
0: <laughs> uh, we just got word so from our producer it's Burger Records. records.
1: Uh, they're at OC Fullerton, not wherever I said. And the village is in West LA, not, not Santa, Santa Monica. Monica.
0: Which really, if you threw a rock real hard, same you, thing, you could throw it from Santa Monica to West LA.
1: Yes, because also the Amherst House, they it's West LA, but I mean it's like four blocks from the beach. And and
0: listen to us typical Californians talking about how to get where we're going in California. Mm -hmm.
1: You take the five to the 405 to the two the 405 to
0: the 10. The 10 to the beach up to Topanga.
1: Have you ever taken Folly Circle?
0: All the time. I used to live near
1: there. It's a lot faster than Topanga sometimes.
0: Do you know when I lived in Massachusetts, they always busted my balls because we are the only people who say the before our freeway?
1: I have heard this before.
0: Yeah. So we're like, yeah, we take the four hundred five. It's the worst freeway. They're like the four hundred five. Don't you mean four hundred five? Like no one says that.
1: Besides, what's the difference? What do I don't you know. care if I put the in front
0: of it. Yeah, but they're they're always weird.
1: you take four hundred five to five.
0: Yeah, and no, they, but that's no. what they say. They're it just like, sounds wrong. Like you want to take the ten pike over to ninety five and take uh, the thirty into Natick, kid.
1: You just said I just that. said the f- I can't even not do it. I know. They'd say, right? take thirty it, it into feels Natick. Feels wrong. It's not right. You have to say that.
0: So that's why we're never going to get along, East Coast. <laughs> Sorry. So we're going to rate this to bad disagree. boy. Agree to disagree.
1: Yes. All right. You go first.
0: Uh, so I give the Future Scope trilogy uh, one Weezer Prom picture, one Laser Eyes Rivers, one Scott in a Vest, one, one Pat Jammin' on the drums, and one Blue Album River's Head for a total of 11 out of 10. Okay. I've decided to break the ceiling on the number.
1: The number 10? Yeah. Okay.
0: So it's 11 out of 10. I'm proud of you. Thank you. <laughs>
1: Um mine's a little bit more. I gave it a Laser Eyes Rivers, a Lightning Strap, Scott in a Vest, Pat jamming on the Drums, a Blue Album Rivershead, and a Blazer Brian for a thirteen. So we are a
0: So We Are Weezer gives the Future Scope trilogy, which is inclusive of The Wasteland. Anonymous Return to Ithaca, a twelve out of ten.
1: Yes. 12, not out of anything. Just, it's, just 12. That's 12 out of 10. 12.
0: <laughs> um, so, we, we're going to close out the show with yes. a little...
1: Oh, yeah. What's all our, we have we have other things.
0: Uh, I think next episode we're going to be talking about smart girls. Mm-hmm. Never get enough. We're going to throw in a Hurley track.
1: Yeah. I mean, I figured we should try to get all of... One, one from each album. We're going to change it up. It's not going to be... Um, say it ain't so so we'll do mini Sewed feels like summer episode 9 smart girls mini Sewed, say it ain't so the extra deep dig edition well
0: I think we're gonna do uh, another mini sewed before that with um with homegirl Juliet
1: oh are we gonna make that number 9.5
0: we might yeah it's undecided but her her mini sewed is thematically relevant to this episode so the closer it is the better
1: okay and then Michael and Carly with special fan club guest...
0: Eli. Eli.
1: Yes. Well, Eli we're going to say it's happening, but truth be told, I haven't like talked to him about a date or anything, so we'll figure it out.
0: Yeah, if it's news to you, congratulations, you've won.
1: No, he knows that he's on the schedule. We ah. just have to see if it happens.
0: Yeah, we definitely want to talk to um, the band... But we also want to talk to other fan clubbers and other Weezer fans because the, the width and breadth of the knowledge and the experience with the band, I mean, just in talking to Juliet, you know, how, uh, how many times she's met the band and what she knows, her, her knowledge astounded me. Mm-hmm. Um, how Amy found the band was very unique. She's like, it started with Christian rock music. Mm-hmm. So the stories of fan clubbers are fun. This was born out of the fan club. And once we can get some of our technical issues settled down... We it are definitely going easy. to have guests as the years go by.
1: Yes, and um, he's going to be our first guest. It's going to start episode ten, and after that, we're just going to see what happens. Yeah, we're going to have Will on. Yeah, my Your, Weezer husband. Yeah. He's going to come on. I'm I think excited for for to meet when him. We do
0: only in dreams.
1: Yes, because yeah. that's his favorite. Right? He's,
0: he's super pumped.
1: And um, yeah, we'll see who else is willing to come on here. Yeah. Uh.
0: Which, I mean, this podcast is awesome. Even Obama shouldn't be unwilling. He should just be too busy.
1: And I would like to know, you know, if anybody has any, I don't know, wants, I guess you would say, if yeah. you want anything. Yeah, let us know.
0: Because we know the show is going cool. to evolve. We knew when we started that the show might change and grow, and it already has. It's already, you know.
1: Yeah. And I, it up. I actually like uh, kind of... I like the interaction. It has been positive so far. Yeah. It is nice. I was nervous about it, and so I'm glad it didn't go down a weird road. So far, so good. Yeah, I, I was definitely
0: say. proven wrong. I thought we'd get more negativity. The trolls People are keeping have stayed it in their cave.
1: For now, you know. Yeah.
0: And when they come out, I'll just hit them in the head with a two-by-four. I mean,
1: and we have a number one fan. We do. So. Which,
0: by the way, if such a time comes where we get another number one fan, because who knows what kind of email we're going to get There can next. be only one. I, exactly. You guys are deathmatch probably. <laughs> um, we're going to give you guys flying W-Weezers, but the edges are going to be sharpened. <laughs> You're going to enter the Weezer Thunderdome, oh. and who bleeds the most becomes the number one fan.
1: You're such a nerd. She's
0: shaking her head at me like, please, Rick, shut up.
1: No, I just think um, maybe, well, they did just come out with a, a new mad max but old mad max would have been kind of a, a you know a bean reference like you know 1945 called and they want their reference back i i i i
0: i i <laughs> love the thunder Poor for
1: <sighs> he's got his own podcast now it's Shout so out. wonderful i thanks I'm for plug- that podcast bean
0: Oh, thanks for that info, Bean. I'm going to plug another podcast that has nothing to do with us. Go listen to Thanks for That Podcast, Bean. It's available on K-Rock's podcast. Yes. Um, and then the B-Team podcast is great, too. Yes. Behind the scenes. I've is, listened to a couple of them. I think people who love K-Rock love K-Rock a lot, mm-hmm. especially as L.A. kids, you do. Yes. You know, and now everyone can listen to it's it. It's
1: familiar and fun.
0: Yeah. I've known Kevin and Bean longer than known any of my friends.
1: What other? Also, Hollywood, <laughs> Hollywood Babylon.
0: Babylon is Kevin good. Smith and With Ralph, Ralph Garman Ralph and Garman
1: Adam Carolla yeah
0: what
1: else do you listen to
0: um I listen to Philosophize This it's a great uh, podcast about the great philosophers uh, sort of truncated down into really easy to digest bits okay. uh Criminal which examines a really awesome case at a time usually very peculiar things um kind of an Americana bent to it uh there's an amazing Spider-Man podcast I listen to Can't kind have of Spider-Man um, <laughs> the Re- uh, Rebel Force Radio The big Star Wars fan podcast What I- do
1: they talk about on there? Star Besides, Wars. I know, but like
0: They kind of do what we do Where they No, not really We'll probably do that more when there's more new news. because they only
1: have like a certain amount they oh but they have books right but
0: there's so much Star Wars content and news yeah, yeah, yeah. every day and they pick like a cartoons they talk about small. current events they and I mean they're that podcast has had like documentaries made about them they've been doing it for so long oh, they, are, wow. they are the voice of Star Wars fandom in a big way okay so huh? our goals are just as lofty yeah we will become the voice of Weezer fandom
1: there can be only one
0: the best part is I, I can know. edit that out if it isn't true. <laughs> but um, as always, we love you very much. Please find us. Thank you for us. listening.
1: Thank you, Rick, for the sound. Of course. And um, sorry about the garage. Yeah. Social media. We're on Instagram. We are Weezer. We're on the Twitter, although we don't tweet much. Tweet no much we have besides way too much retweet to say. Weezer. But you cool can find stuff. us on
0: Instagram twitter and facebook as we are weezer yes and if you want to drop us a line with uh requests uh comments concerns find us at we are weezer forever
1: at gmail.com and i think that's it oh we're switching from soundcloud to libsyn yeah so things host. are kind of going to be changing
0: soundcloud went i don't know how though it won't change for them but it, itunes will be pretty much the only place to listen I don't think you can go to Libsyn and listen. I think it's just hosted. No, you can. Really?
1: Yeah. Well, what do I know? And I, well, actually, Libsyn makes it easy to put on the website, so I'll be able to put the episodes on the website. Yeah. And um, you can actually do it from your Android phone as well.
0: But not iPhone.
1: Well, you can do it from iPhone, but like and Android, because I think some, I think like some provider you can't.
0: Well, this is fascinating. Yes. Until Sorry. next time. We love you. We are Weezer.
1: We are Weezer signing off. See you later. You are too. Adios.
0: Adios. I Weezer. New 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 new.
1: Bum 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 bum